What's happening? <laughs> What's up, everybody? We are back for another strange, weird, and unusual Talking Paranormal. And this time, uh, this is a subject that we've been meaning to touch on for a while. Um, Skinwalker Ranch, dude. Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Bro, I was watching a, I was watching a little bit on it. I actually did my homework for this one, so I'm mildly prepared. I've been uh, I've been aware of Skinwalker Ranch for, gosh, well over a decade, um, and lately it seems like it's been getting fired back up in the media with uh, new owners and um, the people involved being a little bit more in the media and stuff, and lots of podcasts on it. I mean. Lots of people have talked about Skinwalker and all the things that have occurred on the ranch. Um, it's one of those places where it's like almost too good for somebody who wants to believe in the paranormal. It's it's almost too good to be true. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's so oh, much yeah. crazy stuff that happens there that it's like, you know, it's it's almost as if. It's just a giant marketing scheme <laughs> like for people that love paranormal stuff because it's like they're selling books, they're selling uh, TV shows, you know, documentaries. Um, it's it's all over the map. Um, UFOs, Bigfoot, portals, uh -huh, werewolves, actual, actual skin obviously skinwalkers, <laughs> actual skinwalkers, which, you know, it's kind of controversial even saying that word, right? <laughs> uh, for sure it is. Most people call them like flesh pedestrians and stuff like that, because like in the culture that they're from, you talk about them and say their name, they show up eventually. Well, let's hope they don't show up at either one of our houses. Because <laughs> this this white boy may not look it, but I'm like one generation away from full Cherokee, so. Yeah, you know what's crazy about Skinwalker Ranch is that if if we were to go visit there, Matt, they've got signs like the place is Area Fifty One. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, locked down. <laughs> well, I mean, I oh. mean, just given if now if if it is true on the level of shit that these people said have happened on the place, if it's true, man, it's it's a gold mine for for guys like us. You know what I mean? Hundred percent, and uh, that's why the National Institute of Discovery Sciences, um, owned by Robert Bigelow, uh, went in there, and they bought the ranch from the Shermans, and uh, the Shermans were the original people who started making extraordinary claims about the place. Well, um, I mean, so I was watching. They, I was watching a little thing on it, and they were talking about when the Shermans first bought the place. Um, mm -hmm. The old couple that lived there literally had it in the contract of when, that they had to call them. Even though they owned it, they had to call them and get explicit permission to dig any holes. <laughs> Even though it was in the contract, it was in the contract for purchase. And then when they got the, when the Shermans got there, there was two heavy chains on either side of the house for guard dogs to hold mm -hmm. them in place by the house. And then, uh, and then the uh, 
windows and doors inside the house had been fortified with heavy bolts and and stuff like that on the inside to, to barricade them within the house. So, so I automatically no, it's absolutely it's mind boggling. The fact that normally, like if, if if Robert Bigelow and Nids had never been involved, and all the shows and documentaries and TV specials had never been done, and it was just a family claiming the things that they've you know claimed, I'd start going, you know, maybe there's some making them tonight. It's one thing to see a UFO. Or see them quite often, maybe even have some cattle mutilations. Yeah. Um, one thing to have some poltergeist activity. It's one thing to see Bigfoot. You start talking about giant wolves, Bigfoot, <laughs> skinwalkers, uh, UFOs, cattle mutilations, poltergeist activity, and the list goes on, all at the same location. And I start going, wait a second here. <laughs> what is going on? I mean... Are they eating a lot of mushroom soup or a lot of peyote tea? <laughs> like, what are they doing? Yeah, um, what's going on out there? There's just there's so much stuff. And uh, normally I would say, I think it's a giant marketing scheme. I think these people are, you know, <laughs> making money off some crazy I mean, claims by some crazy people. But I mean, they very well could be. You know, I mean, the guy that bought the place from the, Sh- oh, God, why did I bring for the Shermans? Yeah. The guy that bought it, the guy that bought it from them was a real is a real estate mogul with a fascination in the weird and the paranormal. So I mean he bought it That's just not off exactly the reputation. Correct. What do you mean? That's not exactly correct. You're thinking of the owner after Robert Bigelow and Nids. Because it went the Shermans, Robert Bigelow, I believe. But and you can look this up really quick to make sure we got it right. But Robert Bigelow bought it from the Shermans and he uh, had NIDS, the National Institute of Discovery Science, and it was actually partially government funded from what I understand. And they had like surveillance, they had military people there, they had like armed people there with guns and stuff with scientists, and they were looking into it. And then when Robert Bigelow sold it, he sold it to the Utah real estate mogul who had a fascination with that stuff and who created the TV show that we know okay. right now, The Secret so- of Skinwalker. So the homework Ranch. I was doing That's skipped over skipped over the that guy. Oh, I'm I'm surprised he's a huge part of the story because um gosh, oh, what's his name? The guy from Coast to Coast that worked at that blew open the um Bob Lazar story. Gosh, I'm uh hold on a second. That's going to bother me. His name is on the tip of my tongue. Um Uh, not George Nori, who I like a lot. Who's the guy from? <laughs> Why is this so hard for me to remember right now? Um, George Knapp. Jesus. Uh, George Knapp went there, and apparently, yes, Lance. Thank you. Uh, George Knapp went there, and it claims all sorts of stuff. Um. I think his book was The Hunt for the Skinwalker. I think I could be wrong. Um, but he wrote a crazy book about it. And he was actually on the Joe Rogan podcast talking about Skinwalker Ranch. And George, um, 
you know, uh, it, it's tough to call him a BS artist because if he was, <laughs> he's one of the best. But, uh, you know, he, he was involved in blowing open the, like I said, the Bob Lazar case um, and then the Hunt for the Skinwalker. That was uh, his book. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, the Myers, the Shermans, Bigelow, and then Fugle, a few Google, whatever, however you say his name. Fugal. Um, but uh, there's definitely, uh, it's interesting when you get people with a lot of money involved in this kind of stuff. The thing that blew my mind more than anything was Robert Bigelow. Because he's, you know, a billionaire. <laughs> so he goes in there with all this crazy equipment and stuff. And um, from what I understand, a lot of the footage that they got, and they got legitimate footage, for some reason has never been released. For me, I'm like, hey, why are we sitting here debating about it? Right. Release the footage so we can see the truth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so that gets me questioning things. I just wish with all this paranormal stuff, it seems like nothing's ever cut and dry. Give me something cut and dry. You know what I mean? No questions. No BS. I want to know. I, I want to see the shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I um, mean, look, I showed you the clip of how I figure... Our Bigfoot hunt's going to go. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have, do I have a story for you? Oh, Matt, lay it on me. I dreamt about, I, I, I dreamt about you last night, buddy. <laughs> I had as a dream. As a big spoon. <laughs> I had a dream, and this – I woke up, and I just shook my head. I'm like, oh, my God, what a funny story. I had a dream that we finally were on our first, like, paranormal investigation. Okay. And, and it was a regular house, two-story house, garage – seemed like i didn't have any backstory all i knew was i I, what i remember from the dream is me gearing up and being all gung-ho and you're like hey man just know that this is real shit i'm like dude i cannot wait we're gonna get such good footage dude i'm going in first i'm going in alone i was like that's the way we're gonna get the best footage and we separate we go in alone crazy shit's gonna happen dude it's gonna be great right so you're like all right dude and you're you're totally you're totally just like you are now you're like fucking all right (laughs) so i go in there i step foot in the house right i step foot in the house i shut the door and i look and i go here we are i was like give me your best ghosts and then uh immediately i felt an overwhelming sense of dread and I was like, oh, shit, I got to I gotta go real quick. I got to. And I went back out into the garage. And I was like, Matt, I just need to double check my equipment. And you're like, what are you doing? You weren't even in there for 10 seconds. And I said, no, I just got to make sure everything's good. And I'm like coming up with all these bullshit excuses. Right. And you're like, get your ass back in there. You're fine. And I was like, all right. So I go in there. And now I'm nervous because I'm like, okay, anything evil, just please don't fuck up. I remember saying, anything evil in here, please don't fuck with me, right? I get to a bedroom. Next thing I know, I'm getting pushed around. Like, this thing's, like, fucking with me. It's, like, over here, and I'm, like, oh, shit. And then it's, like, boom, over here. I ran out of that house so fucking quick. Just, it's real. It's real. And that's all I remember. But I remember being so gung-ho at first and then such a chicken shit at the end. (laughs) I imagine. It's exactly how I feel like it's going to go. Oh man, <laughs> I'm so excited now. <laughs> your your nickname but, uh, on all of these outings is going to be Fred, just so you know. <laughs> all right, gang, let's split up. 
I have no problem oh. being the jaded stoner sitting in the garage <laughs> laughing my ass off as everybody else running around the house screaming. No yeah. problems at all with that. Um, but I literally woke up and I was like, Jesus, that's exactly how it's going to go. Except for I would ne- let me just make this perfectly clear. I know a lot of people do it on these shows. I am never going, hey, I'm going to go over here alone. Why don't you guys leave me in here and lock me in? And I'm just going to see if I can find some ghosts. Not interested. <laughs> I'm well, not trying to go that deep. Some of these shows, some of them get tricked into that room and then it's locked. They get tricked. If you ever oh. trick me into a, bro, <laughs> you have that got is the most study evil on... shit. You've got oh, bro, yeah. So we do need to make a mystery machine. Not a bad idea. <laughs> to drive to to Aaron, that's a brilliant idea to drive to all of our investigations like a like a paranormal road trip or something yeah i think there's a show like that yeah it's called uh but they don't do it yeah they they're in like an rv or something Uh uh-huh destination fear it's uh executive i remember ghost adventures by zach baggins by who oh okay um, I remember seeing a couple episodes of that one and going, this ain't a bad show. And then they split up. And I was like, no. And they like slept in different areas. Yeah. So that how is, that, that one, shit is crazy. <laughs> how that one came to be is that kid, that kid, the main guy, the main kid on there was actually making spoof videos, making fun of ghost adventures. And oh, really? Zach and Zach saw it, thought it was the funniest shit. So he had him come work with them on the show and experience it. And the kid had some shit happen to him. So then he's like, I want to do my own thing. So Zach executive produced a show and he got his own gig and he, it's his, one of his friends and his sister. Hmm. I mean, I'm just saying, man. I mean, I'm down. I, I don't want to do the RV. I think we could get a boogie van and make a real mystery machine. <laughs> Bro, I'm fucking RV. Yeah. I mean, we're going to van it up. <laughs> oh, that would be, that'd be actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, you know what I never see too often, though? Like, sometimes I wonder if it's like the people that really, when they get into the place, I wonder if the ghosts are like, all right, everybody, let's take the night off. These fucking clowns will be out of here by morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean and I shit really, really goes on when nobody's around. You know? I really feel like um, if you're open to the idea of it happening, you will experience something. If you don't I'm sorry, think but this may be my... <laughs> I I don't agree and I don't see it, but it's just the idea is funny. What the fuck did I do to you, Dutch? <laughs> um Yeah. Uh, what were you saying? Matt? It Continue. doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Now you pissed him off, Dutch. Good job. Um. No, so anyway. um, (laughs) Dutch, it'd be real easy to hit that block button. Um, (laughs) No. um, So if you're open to it, you're going to experience something. You know what I mean? In some of these places. Mm. Now, you could be open to it all day long. And if everything's just been hyped up and there's not really anything there. Because you also got to remember, the mind will psych you out and make something happen. That didn't actually happen. You know what I mean? For sure. Like your brain, and if you're hyped up and already like freaking the fuck out, and you hear just like a mouse move, oh, did you hear that knock, bro? Nope, I heard a mouse move. Yeah. 
Um, I've never seen a show, and I'm I'm sure there is one. I've never seen a show like I think this might be cool. You know, say say we get this boogie van, and we have like it's like it's almost like a boogie surveillance van, and for the first night we just set up surveillance all inside the joint, and we just monitor and see what happens when nobody's in there. You know what I mean? And if it's yeah. crazy enough, it's like, all right, suit up. Let's go check this out because <laughs> shit is popping in there right now. Dude, I'm down. I you think know? that'd be I think that'd be awesome. Um, And just see what happens. If nothing happens, then it's like, all right, what do we expect when we get in there? Let's find out. Maybe the activity ramps up or maybe we get a bunch of activity while we're surveilling the place. And then when we go in there, it, it's dead. You know, there's nothing in there. Yeah. <laughs> so nothing's happening. I do think if they're an intelligent, if it's an intelligent haunting, I do think they troll us a little bit. <coughs> For sure. So I agree with this. Like they'll move, they'll move around. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> and then they, um, they just move around. Now, if it's a residual haunting, um, Chris giggling at me, getting tongue tongue tied here. Um, now, if it's a residual haunting, it it does move, but you got to understand it's moving in a set pattern. You know. So, no, I, I totally think that ghosts fuck with people. Yeah. Know? I mean, what the fuck else are you going to do? Um, it's, I imagine that for for in some of these situations, for centuries, nobody was fucking with these ghosts. Nobody was coming in their place with cameras and shit. So they're just doing their ghost shit. And they're just being yeah. ghosts. Then all of a sudden... One day, some ass comes a fucking vlogger in there with a bunch of cameras and shit, and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Because at first, you know, like progressively, you know, first it was just people going in there to hello, hello, and then now it's like production teams and shit, and these ghosts are probably tired of the shit. To be honest, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're probably just like, "Fuck, another tour." Here we go. Some of these places, like they rent them out, like the ones we were talking about going to, they rent these places out. So every weekend, these poor bastard ghosts have to go, great. What team tools are going to come fuck with me this time? And you know one of them's like Clint Eastwood out of Gran Torino. Get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> what are you spooks doing here? Like, whoa, dude. Whoa. My God. <laughs> that, uh, could you that, imagine be, being ghosts? <laughs> that went south so fast. That did go. That did go. So, <laughs> could you imagine being a ghost though and be like, "Hey, so you want to go demonic this time around this weekend? You want to go demonic and really fuck with these people or what?" <laughs> yeah, let's go demonic for sure. You want to scratch somebody? Yeah, make yeah. sure it's three scratches. Remember, three. We got to play off three. Be like, I swear to God, bro, if one of them tries to provoke again, I'm gonna scratch somebody. <laughs> like, I'm gonna freak out. Uh, but um, anyways. I thought that was it was a funny dream, and I was like, God, if that really, ha I was like, all right, you're gonna have to, you know, first of all, I wouldn't go gung ho in there like oh, I got this under control, blah, blah. and I sure as fuck wouldn't pop right back out and be like, I just need to check the equipment again. Um, I think there might be something unplugged. <laughs> like, no, get first in there. of all, I'm just saying, I believe all that would happen. <laughs> I think every bit of it oh. would happen. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I might take a couple Xanax or something and then go in there and be like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. Shit, that's all we <laughs> need to like, get out. I think there's some 
ghosts in here or something? <laughs> cool. Oh, there's I, a ghost, Matt. Look at that I, one. <laughs> I, I could go on a TikTok live doing our post haunt investigation gummies. Here we go. <laughs> Just live. What? Worse than being stoned. I couldn't imagine going into a haunted location on mushrooms because you're seeing shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ooh. Hands down, you're seeing shit. You might tap into the other the realm. Did you, know <laughs> you I mean? imagine the footage? Like, guys, 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 guys. Oh. Not only did we prove ghosts are real, but there's a fucking dragon in the corner. And like you pan over to an empty <laughs> corner and you're like, you can hear it right now and you hear somebody go, Aah! Oh my God. Oh! <laughs> oh. Jesus. Oh man, what a train wreck. Oh. I don't oh, know. I, I think it's going to be fun. I think it'll be fun if I do flip out. I think it'd be great. Oh, I'll be laughing. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, to be honest, going into the places won't be that bad. It's when shit starts going down. Or if I see something like, you know, a ghost of a human, like, that's going to scare the shit out of me, but not as much as like some real demonic. Like, if I got, like, some of these people get scratched or assaulted, <laughs> you know what I mean? And the physical stuff, I'm like, all right, don't touch me for one. <laughs> I did not give you. <laughs> that permission ghost okay don't touch what are you me. gonna do take him um, to court and get a restraining order i know right <laughs> i'm suing your ass <laughs> nobody nobody touch me nobody touch me yeah oh um yes i it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a good time but let's get back to uh skinwalker here um yeah, let's get back so on. yeah so 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 yeah i i derailed us my bad um Skinwalker is just so weird. Um, mysterious lights, like the yep. mountainsides, will just light up with no light source. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? Um, the show I've watched a few episodes of The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. It's it's interesting. They're getting some. I believe they were getting uh, um, radioactive. Uh, or there, I think they had a, a Geiger counter, and I think they were getting some levels of radiation, which is interesting. Oh, really? Um, yeah and uh some of the experiments they're doing like they're digging in the ground stirring shit up um there's just there's so much weird shit that goes on there and i'm like i hear there might be underground tunnels and stuff um so it really begs the question like what is really is it the land is that what it is i i think sometimes it's haunted land and whatever you put on that land suffers the consequences you know bro yeah you gotta, you gotta understand too like we're talking about like that land belonged to the utes once upon a time mm -hmm. and so i mean i mean we're talking about like i have a hard time thinking that when you f mess with the people as in touch with their religion nature. and their god nature. and nature religion. as much as yeah. as much as those people were not just the youths but all natives all indigenous <laughs> tribes um yeah man you can't tell me that there ain't gonna be some weird stuff left behind on their land i mean because you know those you know those war chiefs you know the chiefs the widows of the fallen warriors and everything you know they were cursing putting curses out there and stuff while mm -hmm. they were while it was all happening so there's a whole lot of bad juju on the land that people just don't even think about 
hundred percent. And then, it, you know, when you think about that, it, uh, how can I phrase this? With all these Native Americans and they have their religions, their gods, I feel like, and some of it, you listen to it and it's super fantastical. Yeah. You know, if you're thinking oh, from sure. a, a modern human logical perspective, you know what I mean? But I mean, Bigfoot sounds pretty fantastical too. People seen that shit. Um, well, I mean, some of the some of the tribes believe that the world actually rested upon the back of a giant turtle. <laughs> I've heard that. Um, there's the ant people, thunderbirds. Um, you know, there's just so many different legends and folklore within Native American culture and history, and it's all passed down orally. So that oral tradition. Um, not to mention, you know, they have, we have our own petroglyphs, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not just, you know, caves in South America and shit. We got some here, <laughs> you know? So, well, I, I mean, know. you got look at, uh, uh, like, but you also got to realize, like, we proved Thunderbirds actually existed through fossil records. Hmm? I mean, so, I mean, those are proven true. I mean, so a lot of the stuff that they said that we chalked up to legends mm-hmm. have some of it's been proven true, some of it not, but I mean, some of it, like, like I said, Thunderbirds have been proven real, and there's been a few other things proven real, I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, Scott, on the thoughts of saying built on an Indian burial ground, um, they better hope to God it wasn't, because not only will the U.S. government fuck you up, but <laughs> yeah, whatever state problems. will fuck you up, too. That is problems. Um, and, you know, when you talk about things like, and we're straying off track a little bit, but that's okay, that's what we do here on Talking Paranormal. Um when you talk about things like the Thunderbird and Native American culture, you have to go back to the conversation of we have our history wrong because so many of these experts are saying, no, we didn't walk amongst dinosaurs. Um, Timelines for everything are wrong uh, and everything showing that there was an advanced ancient civilization um, that I, I'm starting to think it was global. Uh, yeah. They're trying to say that no, no. <laughs> All these crazy megalithic structures were built with stone tools <laughs> and primitive shit. And I'm like, no, no way, no way. So I just think that there's this giant gap in history. And I, I really have a hard time when these well, experts, these educated experts, are saying that these people with these theories are wrong. And I. Well, have you heard the saying that history is written by the victor? I think I've heard that saying, yeah, but I've never really put much thought into it. So Makes what you sense. gotta realize is, is that a group of people, like I'm gonna say it's the same group always winning because I mean, they're pretty comfy with the narrative we have right now. So it tells me that they keep, they've been winning for a long time. Um, yeah. But history's written by those who win and by those who are in power. So like. Aaron saying it's kind of weird that we don't pass down legends now. Well, it's because we're, kids are taught not to listen to their elders anymore. They're taught yeah. to listen to these celebrities and these people that could give two shits if they even exist or not. Versus... Or, or they're taught, oh, grandma and grandpa, they're crazy. <laughs> it's <laughs> Alzheimer's. I mean? It's dementia setting in. They don't yeah. know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, there's this video, and it, it was it's pretty big in flat earth community. And it's this old lady going, when I was in school, they taught us the earth was flat. And you're looking at her like, huh? 
but she seems pretty cognizant you know it's like all right yeah. I, I don't think we're talking to an old lady who's completely lost it um she seems like she's still there uh so when she's saying you know they were teaching crazy stuff makes me wonder you know it makes and me then wonder, they try but... to, and because i mean look i already have my own issues with the modern uh education system as it is oh yeah well, I mean, it was financed by the Rockefellers, mm-hmm. and that system was put into place to teach us to be better workers. Better, sl- uh, uh, in other words, better slaves. <laughs> you yeah, know I, mean? I was trying to be nice um, about it. Yeah, that's a. Uh, <laughs> it, it's crazy. Um, it just yeah. the whole the whole thing with our human history. And that we're not open-minded enough to look into it. Like, I'm going to be that dad when my daughter comes home from school and tells me about some bullshit history that she learned. I'm going to be like, ask your teacher to prove it. Sure. <laughs> like, let's get some evidence. But, like, going back to the, you know, oh, grandma and grandpa crazy. Listen to Buzz Aldrin say they never went to the moon. <laughs> and when anybody's asked about it, like, oh, yeah, he's a little bit off his rocker and shit. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's just we so never went. Old. It's like, I know. It's like... No, he's finally going, I'm tired of living this fucking lie. <laughs> like, there's got to be a point. Imagine being in that situation. You lied about going to the moon. There's yeah. got to be a point where you're like, fuck it. They didn't pay me enough to deal with this shit. <laughs> you know, and then mean, you got some coops going, hey, swear on the Bible. You know what I mean? It's like, geez. Um, what cracks me up is how that guy, how those people like have no concept or care for religion still wouldn't even swear on a Bible that they that they went. You know what I mean? Well, I have uh, I have thoughts about that. Okay, lay it on me, I man. think that they didn't go. I think they didn't go, and I think there's a firmament above the earth, a firmament. And I think they're like, oh, shit. So some of this, because remember, with flat earth, if you go deep enough in flat earth, the ultimate conclusion is that we are very, very special, and we're not allowed to know how special we are, and that it could very well be possible that we are the only creatures in existence. Human beings are special, much like was said in the Bible. So if they never went to the moon and they realize that the reason why is because there's a truth that's being hidden, what's that truth? You know, these demonic satanic people that run the world (laughs) don't want us to know that there's actually a God Um, for him to not. I mean, if, if you didn't believe in a God, why would you put your hand on the Bible? Why not swear on the Bible? Bible. You've already, you've already, yeah. You've already lied your ass off. Why not? Yeah. What? What? The, what harm? The guy was going to give him like five grand cash. It's like, yeah, let me just. I'll swear on the Bible. Yeah, we went. We went to the moon for sure. Now give me the money. Thank you. So that to me, I was like, shit. Swear on the Bible. If you went to the moon, swear on the Bible. Like, I think I'm a good dad. I would swear on the Bible <laughs> that I'm a good dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean things like wrong. that. Aaron- one of the prevailing theories there, Aaron, is it's actually ancient technology that the government's harnessed, is what I've heard. Aaron's asking about the UFOs. I haven't looked into the chat for a minute. Who's driving the UFOs? They could very well be um, made by humans. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, I you know, the tech the technological advancements and stuff. I just don't think we give enough people from the past enough credit. You know what I mean? That, I mean, like I said, thousands of years. Ancient tech. They could have came up with some shit. Yeah. 
Or, I mean, also they say the military, like especially the U.S. military, is about 50 to 100 years ahead of what is released to the public. Um, It could also be that, uh, I mean, gosh, we can go down another rabbit hole away from Skinwalker here. (laughs) We're not careful. Okay, (laughs) Um, well, we're going to nix it. We'll save it. Let's get to Skinwalker. We got to get on topic. We'll save it. We'll save it. Let's get back on topic. I have six videos with some stories lined up from um, a YouTube channel or a uh, a TikTok um, user that uh, uh, also has a, a pretty decent podcast. I, I, I enjoy it when I have some free time. It's called Strangeology, but he also has this TikTok channel, and he did a six-part series. They're all pretty short about Skinwalker with some of the stories that I really enjoy. I was glad to find it because one of my favorite stories from Skinwalker is the giant wolf. Um, yep, that always had me going. Ooh, interesting. So, let's knock these out, and then uh, we'll we'll discuss. Okay. Hopefully, they play. <laughs> I don't know what happened Have last week, but here we Skinwalker go. Skinwalker Ranch. This remote ranch in Utah's Uinta Basin is said to be a hotbed of strange and unexplained paranormal phenomena. The ranch became known when a family in the mid 1990s purchased the property and claimed to experience frightening events that they could not explain such as skinwalker and UFO sightings, along with poltergeist activity. The family sold the ranch to this guy right here, a billionaire who created an organization to study the phenomenon for 20 years. The property changed hands in 2016 and is now the subject of a popular TV show with an ongoing investigation. Do you want to hear more about Skinwalker Ranch? Hit the plus and leave a comment. Story time for Skinwalker Ranch, part two. This wolf was gray in color and had chilling blue eyes. It headed towards Terry and his family, who were all outside. The animal appeared incredibly tame and then began to approach the Shermans. Nearby was the Sherman's cattle corral, where Terry had recently unloaded several of his prized Angus calves. The wolf got closer and approached Terry's oldest son, who was six feet tall, and this wolf was so large that it came up to his chest. Terry's son reached out and pet this wolf. As the family spoke about what to do about this animal, with lightning speed, it suddenly made a single bound to the nearby cattle corral. One of the calves had stuck its head out of the bars, which was soon found in the jaws of this massive wolf. As the wolf tried to drag the calf through the corral bars, Terry ran and landed two powerful kicks to the side of it. His adult son joined him with a baseball bat, but their pummeling did nothing to concern the wolf. Like and follow for part three. Skinwalker Ranch, part three. Terry yelled to his other son to grab his magnum, and when it arrived, he emptied three rounds point blank into the creature, and it had no effect. Terry fired three more rounds into the beast's upper abdomen. This was finally enough for the wolf to release the calf and walk away. This creature then looked back at Terry from 10 feet away, showing no signs of discomfort. He then fired another round aimed directly at its heart. It was completely unfazed. It retreated another 40 feet and just stared back at the Shermans. Terry then told his sons to grab his 30-06, and once in hand, he took aim and hit the wolf's shoulder. Still, the wolf looked unconcerned. Terry then aimed for its chest cavity and made a direct hit, even visibly tearing a chunk off of the beast. But to the Sherman's horror, the wolf still stood, staring at them with its ice-cold eyes. It then trotted off into the distance. Like and follow for part four. Took a shot from two shots from an ot six. Story Kept time going. for Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, 
I have no control over the volume on these TikToks. I apologize if they're quiet. They sound good to me, Matt. Can you hear them? Yeah, I heard it just fine. I was a little... Uh, did anybody else have audio issues on that, or was it just Scott? Hmm. Story time for Skinwalker Ranch, part four. Determined to put an end to this creature, Terry and his younger son took chase and tracked this creature for miles. As they struggled to make way through the underbrush, the wolf seemed to be increasing the speed and distance between them, despite the amount of punishment that it just took. Eventually, they followed the wolf's massive tracks to a spot 60 feet from a creek, and they simply stopped in the mud, like the wolf had vanished into thin air. In the months that followed, the Shermans witnessed crop circles on their ranch and other bouts of high strangeness like UFO and poltergeist activity. They also dealt with the systemic and repeated mutilation of their cattle by some unknown force that was of surgical precision and left no trace of blood. Like and follow for part five. We haven't done a show on cattle mutilations yet, but there's some interesting theories about those. Um, I can't wait to do a show about cattle mutilations because a lot of people are saying that it's uh, the government that's doing it and they're doing it to fuck with us mentally. Um, and it's all part of this grand scheme to do a fake alien invasion. Um, so just oh, keep really? that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. They're also saying that um, these alien greys and stuff and people that claim to be abducted. Yeah, they're abducted by the government and that we have um, aliens that we've made. And they're like, I don't know, cybernetic. <laughs> they're cy they're yeah. cyborgs or some shit. Like they're little robots. Sorry for the wait. I got a little busy for a few days, but here's Skinwalker Ranch Part 5. Some weeks later, Terry's wife Gwen was driving her gray Chevette car back to the ranch from her job. She arrived at the gate and opened it up. Just as she got back into the car, she saw it. It was another wolf of similar stature to the seemingly bulletproof wolf that had caused trouble before. It came up to her and towered over her car and would look in with its icy blue eyes. Nearby, she noticed another animal, and this one appeared like a weird dog and had a head that was far too large for its body. Gwen came to the thought that perhaps one of her neighbors from the local Ute tribe may have had wolves as pets or some kind of wolf-dog hybrid, so she decided to go to the tribal office in Fort Duchesne the next day. When Gwen asked about the wolves, she was just met with blank stares. As it turned out, nobody owned wolves in the area, or any kind of wolf-dog hybrid for that matter. In fact, wild wolves hadn't been seen in that area for close to 70 years. The last known wolves were eliminated in 1929, and this was the mid-1990s. So if there are no wolves in the area, what were these creatures? Like and follow for part six. All right, here's part six for Skinwalker Ranch. Now, some of you have asked for uh, some longer form of videos, so I'm going to go over a few different stories in this one. Make sure you watch through all the way to the end. After some time, it seemed, the large wolves disappeared from the property, but high strangeness would continue to haunt the Shermans. In one encounter, Gwen was out for a walk in the early evening on the Mesa, on the north side of the property, to look at the stars. The air was still. Something massive flew by her. She instinctually ducked out of the way, and she thought it might have been a bat, but the disturbance that it created was far more significant than something like a bat would create. After five minutes, whatever this flying thing was flew by her again, causing her to duck yet again. She tried to see what it was, but there was nothing there. 
The longer they lived at the ranch, the stranger things became. Both Terry and Gwen would experience the missing object phenomenon. For example, Gwen would be cooking in the kitchen and she'd leave a utensil in one spot and leave the kitchen to do something else for a moment. And when she returned, the utensil had vanished, which eventually caused her to question her sanity. In Terry's instance, there were times where his tools would go missing, like a 70-pound post-digging tool or other smaller tools that would disappear without a trace and would cause the whole family to go in a frenzy searching. And this would happen multiple times per week. So beyond weird creatures and missing objects in their home, there was also UFO activity on Skinwalker Ranch. During the first incident, Terry Sherman's nephew was visiting for a few weeks from the city, and he wasn't quite used to being out in the countryside. One night, Terry brought his nephew and one of his sons out for an evening walk around the ranch, determined to get his nephew out there and to break him of his fear. Well, this was probably one of the worst nights to do it. Things were going fine until Terry spotted lights passing through some trees on one corner of the ranch. He thought it was trespassers in an RV, so Terry and the boys went to confront them. When they got within 200 yards, the RV began to move and it put distance between them. Terry was confused and there was no way the people in the RV could have seen them coming. Terry and the boys started to jog and catch up to the vehicle. They noticed this RV didn't seem to be jostled by ruts in the ground as the lights remained steady. To Terry's shock, the lights suddenly rose up over a fence. They tried to pick up the pace, but the lights only moved faster. These lights were about to reach the western border of the ranch, and Terry, not realizing this might not be an RV, thought there was no way it could get over that final barbed wire fence on the property. And then, the unthinkable happened. They all saw the lights on the RV lift off the ground and move slowly and silently to the top of the tree line some 50 feet up. It was then that they could finally see what this thing was. An oblong object, roughly the size of a fridge. The UFO continued to travel away from the ranch and eventually disappeared from view. Terry then brought his terrified nephew and son back to their house, not knowing what it was that they saw. And this wouldn't be the last time they saw this UFO. All right, let me know what you thought of those stories. There's a lot more high strangeness involved with Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> Flying Winnebago's, <laughs> mysterious lights. How about the how about the guy who keeps losing tools and she's like, where did I put that 10 millimeter? Fuck, I keep losing them. <laughs> right? I'm always losing three eights. I don't know why everybody loses 10 millimeters. I'm always losing my three eights. But, um... <laughs> I just don't know. There's so many other, other than the Sherman's experiences, you know, when you look into uh, Robert Bigelow's time as owner and the research that NIDS was doing there, you hear about things like the portal, Lance, um, creatures uh, like Bigfoot walking in and out of portals, like the sky, like literally in the sky, <laughs> a portal opens up. Um just the most fantastical shit you you could possibly come up with is yeah. happening at this ranch. It's 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 crazy, and it for me it's like all right, maybe there are places on Earth that have so much energy that maybe maybe portals do open. Maybe I mean, man, I want. It's crazy, right? All this shit. It, it's so much that like I agree with I agree with Aaron to an extent. Like it's it's so much that it makes you be like. But really, yeah, you know what I mean. Because I mean, it's a that's a lot. That is a lot. I mean, just think about this. 
think about if Skinwalker Ranch, if all the other stories and stuff didn't happen and they just had a story about a giant wolf. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's still crazy. Uh, I mean, even if they just ever just only mentioned the wolves, that's that alone would have been great. Yeah. But yeah. they're like, wow, yeah. we got UFOs. We got. <laughs> Yeah. And it's yeah, not just, oh, yeah, we saw light in the sky. It's like, yeah, we followed this fucking RV that turned out to be a UFO. So first it's an RV, right? So that's the yeah. funny part about the story. Is it's like, first it's an RV, and then when it's up in the sky, they're like, it's the size of a fridge. I've never seen an RV the size of a fucking refrigerator. Bro, so it's, there's I mean, some inconsistencies. Dark and them just seeing lights. But, I mean, at the same time, like, how are you going to think those lights are spread out enough to be an RV? I don't know. Maybe if you're seeing something so crazy that you're trying to rationalize what you're looking at. I mean, that's you know, true too. That could be it. I mean, I, I I could see that being an issue, but there's just so much stuff that's happening. Like, man, it, it that crazy. you have you have no one giving different accounts. Like all the stories are word for word. All the retellings are word for word the same. Like that guy, he said almost word for word exactly in the stuff I was watching earlier, and it mm -hmm. wasn't a video from him. Yeah. So literally, people are just reading the Wikipedia page about Skinwalker Ranch and making videos. Yeah, for sure. Um, the thing that I mean, if it was just their stories, we could sit here all day and be like, oh, "Bullshit." <laughs> but uh, you've got this billionaire. I mean. Robert Bigelow owns Bigelow Aerospace. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's a billionaire, legit billionaire, legit guy. Has an interest in this kind of stuff, so he buys this place and loads it up with all sorts of scientists and equipment. And there was allegedly some government involvement. Um, I'm like, would a billionaire really go out of his way based on some accounts from people that own the place? I mean. I'm, if you're into it that much, why aren't you buying other haunted houses? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, like that. that's exactly what I'm saying. So there's got to be something to get. That's where, like, once it goes beyond the Shermans, and I go, okay, Robert Bigelow bought the place. I'm like, okay. And then he sells it. Uh, why he sells it, I'm not quite sure. Um, you know, their their investigation came to a conclusion. I, From what I've heard, there's mountains of evidence. Haven't seen a damn thing. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? You know he said that just so somebody wouldn't be pissed off at him spending that much money. He's like, we got tons of stuff, but we got to bury it. We can't let the world know about this. I mean, could be. The, gov the government could have also said, you're not saying a good thing. Do you want all these amazing contracts with uh, the government or what? You know what I mean? I mean? So, like, there's so many, so many angles, so many aspects, so many levels of activity and high strangeness. It's like, fuck. I mean... Where do you, where do you, where do you go with it? It's like, it's just one of those things and one of those subjects where I have to go, I don't know. I don't even know right. what to think. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's unfair to say, but I'm like, I got to be there to see craziness. Um, I mean, gosh. It, it could be something natural that's making people hallucinate. You know, maybe... I mean, there could be something on the place. I mean, has there been any, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, electromagnetic fields can do a lot to somebody's brain. 
that is true. That is true. Um, but you think that they've brought EMF detectors and gone, okay, <laughs> you know, everything seems normal. You know, I, yeah, I just, if it, I just don't know, man. Like, it's, if it wasn't for Bigelow, much. 20 years of owning that place. Yeah. 20 years of this billionaire owning this place. Oh, yeah, the spores. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody's been watching The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> i heard that's good bro it's legit is it really yeah right. i've watched it um but uh I, gosh it, it's fun having a place like skinwalker ranch out there for us to go hmm interesting and the stories are so like wild you're like yeah yes yes aliens and fucking poltergeist yeah yes <laughs> like I don't know. For me, I'm just like it excites me, but at the same time, part of me is just like bullshit. It's the holy Bull- grail, bullshit. really. Like you want it to be so, you want it to all be true because it's that it. Uh, but it's just so much that it's hard to believe it could be true. Yeah, if it was, if there was was a place that was that crazy. I think the government I think they I think they had a little bit of involvement with the Bigelow stuff. Yeah. And I think if it was that crazy, they would have been like, All right, Bigelow, we're just gonna buy it from you and we're gonna control the whole land. And, and nobody would ever and they would lock it the fuck down. But they really haven't. Some real estate mogul buys it and they turn it into a TV show. So maybe the government's going, It's so crazy, nobody's ever gonna be able to figure it out. Let them have it. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like an area fifty one where they've got their own shit going on you know this is just natural shit and they uh, might have lance, lance i agree with you if it's one just one of these yeah. stories is true the, yeah. it makes the whole thing wild and worth yeah. it but i mean yeah. when you got this much like yeah. man it's and you know they talk about they they walk in the skinwalker you know they, they walk that into the whole legend behind the ranch and i'm just like i don't know i think it's beyond that now <laughs> i think we can go ahead and set the skinwalker shit aside. Just called it call it weird ranch or some shit. Or unbelievable ranch. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, um it's just one of those subjects where I literally I just fuck, I don't know. Anything's possible, thousand percent maybe. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things like you just want it to be true, you know? Like you want all that to be true and be like, yeah, see, there is hot spots out there. But I mean, hot spot. It's like, it's the hottest spot there is. Is there another place? I'm going to have to do some research because I don't think there's another place on this planet that is quite as crazy as Skinwalker Ranch. Was that much stuff? No. (laughs) Not that I know of. That's what's crazy to me. And if if it's that crazy, they're doing a TV show out there and they haven't really found shit. You know what I mean? Right. They've had some strange stuff happen, but nothing to the level of what we've been hearing about throughout decades, you know, of legend and folklore. It's like, uh, I just, this subject was one that I was excited to talk about, but at the same time, I was like, man, what do I say to this? You know, I mean, there's there's definitely more questions than answers, Scott. And really, and really, as you like try to go over it, you realize you're just beating a dead horse because you're just going over the same stuff that everybody else keeps citing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is an exciting subject, and it is an exciting topic, and it's exciting to, like, hypothesize 
and everything, but I mean, it's at the end of it. It literally yeah. smells like bullshit to me, but there's the involvement of Bigelow. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you... there's the 20 year investigation, and they released 0% of their findings. <laughs> you know, except which tells me, which tells me they... either they came up with a big old goose egg or they came up with something <laughs> so good it got buried. Yeah. And they have uh, a very well known investigative journalist in Georgia Napco out there write a book about the place, see a bunch of shit himself. But. Now we're, it's all word of mouth. It's all he said, she said. It's yeah. all fucking, oh, yeah, this one guy saw this. <laughs> or we saw this when we were there. It's like, come on. But I got excited because, and I didn't have enough time to look into it. Uh, the Paranormal Files. Um, you know the guy who looks like a chubby Thor with long blonde hair? No offense if you ever see the show. I really like your content. <laughs> it's the first thing that came to my mind. But he's got long blonde hair, and he looks like a chubby Thor. <laughs> but uh, yeah. he's got a really – I mean, they do some really fun documentaries. Apparently, they went to Skinwalker Ranch, and they got some crazy shit. So I'm going to have to look into it. And they got it on camera. So yeah, I guess out, uh, therein, therein lies some evidence. But um, – I don't know. For now, I have to just go. Fuck, it just reeks of bullshit. It really does. And I'm a par- I'm, I'm a believer. I want to believe. I want to believe. I'm like Fox Mulder. I want to believe. So I don't know. It, it just uh, it just sounds so crazy. Like when you think, if one of those things was like we were talking about, it, not just if one of them was true, is it crazy? If one of them is true. <clears throat> then, you know, what do you do with the rest of the stuff? So, I don't know. Yeah. Wild. It's wild stuff, man. Yeah. So, as we close the show today, what else was on the, uh, what else was on the, um, the topic? I think we were just covering Skinwalker this week. What about next week? What should we talk about next week, guys? I keep seeing China Lake, so let's just do China Lake. I, that gets thrown China out. Lake. Least, that gets thrown out every week. By Scott, multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Scott, this China Lake shit better be good. <laughs> oh, it can't be any worse than last week. So I guess we're all right. Oh, speaking of which, I was looking at the numbers. <laughs> that was the low. That episode was the biggest pile of shit um and it's my fault and i apologize thank god i have a good co-host to help me <laughs> not drown completely in my own uh just think pathetic of me as misery life preserver good god i was clinging on a mat for dear, dear life uh but uh back to skinwalker man um i just i don't i don't buy into the I don't buy. I mean, I mean, I guess it could have been a Native American curse. Could you imagine if they had the power to go? Let's make these fuckers see a bunch of crazy shit. Let's make their imaginations run wild. The curse of running wild imaginations. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it'd be just absolutely insane. But I mean, at the same time, you got to understand too that most Native tribes, that if a person was crazy, they didn't mess with them. They believed they were. They believed. They were talking with spirits, so I don't think they'd curse somebody to be to see things and be driven crazy. But I mean, I see them cursing somebody to make the spirit, the spirit world, and the spirits around like hurt, like not necessarily hurt them, but drive them off the land. 
mean, it could be. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I live, I lived in Seattle for a long time, and uh, I've definitely seen people talking to spirits. Have you seen the picture of that homeless dude who's doing all sorts of mathematics on this wall? And he's like uh, legit homeless, and he's got some crazy mathematics. Like I don't understand. It could all be gibberish, but it looks legit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, that looks like something you'd see on the chalkboard of fucking Goodwill Hunting or some shit. It just, it was amazing. I was like, wow. Like he's got diagrams and shit and all these equations. And I'm like, I wonder if that's real. <laughs> it's just absolutely insane. Let me see if I can find a picture of it. Uh, homeless man. Uh, um... Oh, <laughs> here we go. Let me see if I can play this. <laughs> Hold on, folks. <clears throat> this will be a good test <laughs> for, uh, next week if we can do youtube at all or if that's a done deal um i don't think we need audio on it but if it comes up that'll be cool okay okay you gotta see this guy shit i could be wrong somebody may see it and go you idiot <laughs> uh, there's one thing one thing's for sure he knows the pythagorean theorem that's for sure all right here we go Maybe. It's drawn like a time machine and shit. Bro, it's not even... It didn't even it's, it's skipping so bad. <laughs> what is happening? You exceeded your capabilities. My God. What happened there? Uh, sorry, guys. But uh, did you see any of that? <laughs> very, very little. All right. I apologize. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, that was a disaster, too. So I guess that answers my question. Um, but yeah, he's drawing like it looks like he's drawing like how to travel through time. Yeah, and it's uh, crazy shit. Um, it makes you wonder if like maybe some of those types of folks have tapped into some shit and people just thought they were crazy. And so they ended up homeless. But in reality, that could be the smartest man on the planet, <laughs> you know, who just solved the mystery of time travel. And we'd have no idea. And we're putting him on TikTok going, look at this nutbag. <laughs> what a what a travesty. <laughs> but all right, China Lake, what? What does this deal with China Lake? I don't know. I've honestly never looked into it. Let me open up a window here. It has to do with the military. Naval air weapons. China Lake underground base. Here we go. China Lake Naval Air Weapons Station China Lake. I feel like with these uh, military 
military bases, these dumps, deep underground military bases. To me, it just seems like it's the same shit everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? The government doing nefarious shit underground. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's, it's in California. I don't see anything that looks paranormal yet. Let's see here. China Lake Conspiracy. Let's find out. <laughs> China Lake Conspiracy. Okay, here we go. Ooh. <laughs> There's a Reddit called Explain Like I'm Five. <laughs> uh. Oh, that's interesting. This guy says, I was messing around on Google Maps the other day and found a hexagram in the middle of nowhere, California. The next thing I know, oh, I'm reading really? articles about Naval Air Weapons Station at China Lake, mind control, secret underground bases, Charles Manson, and places where batches of children numbering one, two, and 3,000 were kept in cages piled up to the ceiling of large hangars. He says these cages are called woodpecker grids. They are These are electrified, and the children were tortured with electric shocks. I understand this seems way out there in a conspiracy theory land, but is there an explanation of the conspiracies of China Lake? without a 500-page manuscript telling me I'm going to die because I might have been brainwashed. <laughs> Damn. Uh, even if it's all completely fake, it's all just too fantastic not to want to research more. I don't know if I would call a bunch of children being tortured fantastic, but... <laughs> well, we know who he voted for. Uh, no, shit. You want a little pain and suffering to go with that blood, sir? <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> My God. Oh. All right, then, folks. Um, I guess we'll we'll dig a little into China Lake and see what we can find out. Um, Scott, feel free to fill us in. Um, you can reach Matt uh, after hours. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, hit me up, Scott. Let me know what you find out, what you know about China Lake, and uh, we'll go from there. Um, I. Uh, I got to go work on my car. Um, dude, I I went through all the boxes. I actually found a bunch of stuff I was looking for, and I found some stuff that I ordered that uh, I didn't have to buy, and I'm a little pissed off about it, but that's what I get. There's just so much stuff, and then I'm finding doubles of things. I'm finding... Uh, it's uh, At least you it's know a there's a market so I decided to take some of this stuff. Some of it, yeah. Um, I honestly, all the stuff that I couldn't, readily identify um because looking at my car i'm looking for shit that's missing and i'm like we're pretty complete you know aside from the the major shit that i know i need to put back on the car like the interior and shit the biggest problem my new biggest fear here is the box of window regulator parts because it's a bunch of stuff where i'm like where does this shit go <laughs> so oh, shit. it's gonna be a giant lego puzzle but um that's a topic for a different show um, you got anything else, Matt, or should we should we cut it an hour this week? I got I'm good. Um okay. I feel like I feel like we could I'm gonna do some digging on this China Lake whatnot and see if we can't make yeah. a show out of this. Um and then we'll just branch branch away out from there. Uh that's all I got. I mean, just keep your all eyes right. open, folks. Sounds good. Yeah, keep uh you know, you guys have a lot of good ideas and you guys have heard of a lot of crazy shit. So keep uh, keep giving us those topics. And um, all right, Dutch, I see you, Dutch. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get something going um, next week, China Lake. And uh, thanks for watching. We'll keep it. We'll keep it tight in an hour.
this week. And uh, we'll see you next week. Remember, anything's possible. Thousand percent, maybe. Don't put you stuff know, in portals. You know what they say about them portals. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Oh, Good night. Hey. Oh, yeah. We're at it. Don't forget to share <laughs> this show. We actually jumped up to 80 subscribers on YouTube. I was surprised to see that. So we're at 80 subscribers, 20 more. We hit 100 and we're finally discoverable. And I'm sure we're going to get all sorts of trolls at that point. So that'll be a yeah, lot of fun. That's when we're off to the races. That's when we're off to the races. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and if you haven't picked up one of these amazing shirts, um, only available in black and white now <laughs> from Amazon, um, that would help us out. Uh, to get to these haunted locations and show you how what a pussy I am. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Thanks for watching. Adios. Have a good night.